Hello, everyone. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Space Social Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Crump. I'm so excited you're here. Before we get into the episode, I would love if you could rate, review, subscribe. That really helps me get in front of other entrepreneurs and business owners like you. So I would appreciate that. Thank you so much. Welcome to quarter four, everyone. We made it. We're at the end of the year. I love quarter four. I'm so biased towards quarter four because it is the quarter I launched my business. And also it seems to be the quarter I get the most inquiries because I think people are just like, it's the end of the year. Like I have goals. I want to make sure my goals, especially my social media ones are like set to go for the new year. So it's great. I love quarter four. Um, a few suggestions for quarter four. So I guess before we get into suggestions, I am doing a segment on here called what's working for me and for my clients. I know I've done it before. It's more permanent now. So one thing that is working for myself and for my clients right now is we are preparing already for um, Black Friday. So I definitely think Thanksgiving has a very problematic history, but Black Friday is still a thing. And I, you know, what? I do have some clients who are very conscious of Thanksgiving and they don't want to participate in Black Friday and the capitalism of it all. And I respect and understand that. But if you do want to participate in Black Friday, I would, for your mental health, start working on it right now. And also my biggest suggestion to business owners, maybe not as much product-based business owners, but definitely service-based business owners, I really suggest instead of doing a deep discount for Black Friday, do a really big value add. So instead of saying everything is 50% off, be like, hey, if you buy this like incredible product, you will, or service, you will also get this additional bonus with it. So you could do, for example, a really cool one that I'm considering doing is Voxer. So V-O-X-E-R. It's an app where you can just message each other, like voice memo, voice memo each other, or Marco Polo is another great one. That's a video one. Maybe someone gets 30 days of that of access to Marco Polo with you. Um, just see how you can add value instead of take it away. Because I think that when you say, Hey, like I, this one time a year, my service or product is actually this price. I think people equate it with that price for the rest of the year. And it's kind of, it's kind of hard because like, I even see myself doing this. Like I'm, I'm not going to lie. I am going to buy some Lululemon leggings for Black Friday. Today, I was like, I need a new size. I've lost so much weight this summer and I need a new size. These don't fit me anymore. And I thought to myself, okay, I'm going to wait till Black Friday because I know they're going to be a little bit cheaper. And that's just kind of forever in my mind. I know that I can wait till it's less expensive. I don't I don't really equate the brand with as much luxury. And I know that you all want your brands to feel like their value, like they're giving, like they have worth, which I, I know they do. But the way that you do that is you never cheapen your offers. And I know many of you are product-based business owners and you're like, hey, Jordan, what am I supposed to do with that? So maybe instead of giving a deep discount, say when you buy this many units from me, you're going to get this one specific thing for free. Or maybe if you have something that's you're having a hard time selling, that's the bonus that people get. I mean, I would make it something that people are excited to get. Like you definitely want it to be an exciting bonus, but those are just maybe my suggestions for product-based business owners. This week, we are going to be talking about nurturing your social media audience. This is especially important as we are coming into quarter four. You want to make sure your audience is nurtured because a nurtured audience is an audience that buys. So let's talk about how to do it. The very first thing, 
very first out of the gate is demonstrating your knowledge and expertise. So I'm going to tell you why, and this is going to also kind of tie in with the segment, what's working for my clients. So right now with all of my clients' posts and myself included, I one of my checklists is like, how are they displaying their expertise? What is the value add that this specific service-based provider is bringing to this post because so many people can post about so many things, right? Like you can all, we can all post about reels. We can all post about growing your audience. I actually hate talking about growing your audience because I think every fucking person talks about it and they don't talk about why it's important to nurture your audience. So go listen to someone else if you want to talk about growing. Today, we're going to talk about nurturing. Um, but one of the check marks that is in my post is how how does this demonstrate your knowledge and your expertise? So nurturing your audience and your social media content requires you to be different, unique, and to show your value. So last week I did a post. I'm, com- I'm coming back to this thought, sorry. Last week I did a post where I talked about what brand storytelling was. And the one piece I added that was my own expertise, which was, hey, like you want to work with people who have values, who know their brand values, who like have values. I'm assuming people who are here and who are with my audience that that's important to them. And that specific slide from my post was shared so many, like over a hundred times. And it was saved so many times, not as many likes. (laughs) My posts, my posts all have a ton of saves, which, you know, I'm sure people, they are either inspired or want to come back and recreate something similar later. But, um, that showed me how important it really is to add your expertise to your post because anyone can talk about brand storytelling, right? But only I attract people and not only me, right? But like I'm trying to attract people who they know their brand values and that's important. So um, also with that, if there's another thing that a, a creator put out that you really enjoy, it's like a piece of content and you're like, okay, like I can't recreate this. My suggestion would be posting it to your Instagram story and then maybe over some like photos or a selfie video talking about your expertise on the matter. I saw a few people do that for the post that I did and I thought they really showed their value add and their specific um, niche and their industry. And I really enjoyed that content. So that's another really great piece of content if you're like, okay, I liked that, but I don't know like where to go from here. So demonstrating your knowledge and authority is so important. Another great way to do this, we talk about this so much here, is social proof. We're posting our reviews. We're sharing about ourselves because nobody else is, right? We have to make sure we are doing that, that we're sharing our expertise because who else is going to share our expertise if we do not share our own expertise? A really easy way to nurture your audience is to truly educate them. So I feel like a trend that I have seen in 2022 is creators, service-based providers, all alike, really are not holding back on their expertise. They're really sharing it, but they're also explaining it in very simple terms so that everyone can understand. I think that that is a great sign of an expert is someone who can explain something that everybody can understand in a way that everyone can understand. So I want to take it back to 2016. Do you all remember when social media, everyone's content strategy was entertain, inspire, educate, like that was it. That was literally it. Like whatever that meant. Like I don't even think there were content pillars back then, but we, I think we were on the right track, but people have taken it like to the best place this year. So when people would say educate, people would really like, they used to be very basic. They used to share like very like Google 
very Googleable slides about what they their industry and what they felt like they were an expert in. And what this did is I feel like it created a lot of saturation. That this is kind of what creates that saturation is when people share content that is very Googleable. So when you share content that really displays your expertise, it people are going to come to you because you don't look like everybody else. Like that should be like the theme of this podcast is like don't look like everyone else. Everyone else is doing it the same way. Like Go scroll on Reels. I, I know I had this rant a couple of weeks ago. Go scroll on Reels. Every single Reel looks the same because everyone's trying to be like everyone else. Everyone else is trying to follow the trends. I need whoever is listening to this because I know that you care to step out of that. Like, stop it. We don't need to, we don't need to do it. You can make your own trends. You can just share yourself talking to your Reel. You can do a tweet of something. Today I did a tweet of... Uh, the background of a photo shoot I had and I really put like my own expertise into the caption and it felt really good to share. Like it wasn't boring. It didn't feel like this was copied and pasted from any other social media manager. So sharing your education really sets you apart as the expert. It really helps you stand out. Don't hold back. See what happens. Maybe just try it for this quarter. See what happens. My third tip and also probably my personal favorite is share your real life. And you can do this within reason. You can have boundaries. You can share what you're comfortable sharing. This, I feel like I'm, I'm, I keep referencing back to like 2016, 2017 era. You know, you know what I'm talking about. The time when everyone felt pressure to share literally everything. Like I was, I viewed things on people's Instagram stories that like I should have never seen. Like they were way too personal. Um, and I feel like, especially with 2020 and the pandemic, we've come to this, this point where we're like, we need to be maybe more comfortable. And some people are very comfortable saying whatever they want. I am just saying you be comfortable with what you share. I do not share my son's face on social media. It doesn't make me comfortable. I don't share at least on my business one. That was just a boundary I, I had. Um, I'd also say if you are following other social media experts, they need to be saying about the same thing. I don't, I think that in some ways you can push yourself to show up more, um, within reason, but I also don't think you should push yourself to yourself to show what you are not comfortable showing on social media. Um, hot girl walk is probably the most popular piece of content that I post on my Instagram story. And I'm going to tell you why. It's because tip number three is share, share things that are unique about yourself. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be related to what you do. Um, there's so many people who do what all of us do, right? We right now, in this episode, we've specifically talked about things that separate us from other people, other creators. We want to feel, we need to be a little bit more unique to stand out. And the thing about you that is most unique is that you are you. There's no one else who is you. Like you're the only person who has that superpower, but you have to harness it. Like I, I don't, I don't see people noticing this as much sometimes. So I, I personally, this is why I started Hot Girl Walk. It was a part of my routine. It's something that was easy and inspiring that people could also join in and do. I knew that it could be like community oriented, a virtual community. I have people all over the world, literally, (laughs) <laughs> literally all over the world who have messaged me about their hot girl walks or tagged me in a story with their hot girl walks. So creating this community around something that I love that has nothing to do 
with what I do has been so cool for my business and led to so many cool conversations. Like literally last week I had someone message me who said they wanted me to model for their hot girl walk collection and what the hell, right? Why not? Um, but I created that. So I would just maybe suggest finding something within your wheelhouse, within your routine that feels natural. It's something you do often that you can post about. I have a client who posts about her dog and like the conversations she has with her dog. I have a client who loves her garden and literally she loves her garden. She's so great at it. And we post about that often. So all I'm saying find something you love, find something you can talk about often and post about it. See what comes from it. It'll be really, I think it'll be really cool when you add that, that element of your life. It makes you a little bit more human. People want to see that online as well. They really enjoy the raw and real. Uh, So go ahead, try sharing, showing things from your life that are unique and different to you. I hope that those three tips will be able to help you nurture your audience a little better in quarter four. If you're like, what should my quarter four goal be? Maybe it's to better nurture your audience, like truly create a strategy that is great for your audience and that they will follow and love. Um, And if you need a social media manager to help you do that, I'm your gal. But also before we close, I want to talk about the Elevated Entrepreneur Collective. So enrollment is closed for October. We're talking all about fear surrounding our businesses and social media and how to overcome that. It's, it was, it's actually our one year, like, oh my God, happy birthday, Elevated Entrepreneur Collective. Um, and in November, we talk about boundaries. And the reason we do this is because we all have to see our families in during the holidays. And that is hard for a lot of people. It's kind of hard for a lot of people in our group too. Um, we just, some people just live different lifestyles than their families. And that's sometimes hard. And we just want to give everyone a safe space to come learn, to even like talk about that. And that's my favorite part. That's my favorite part about the collective is the community. It's a beautiful community of really incredible women um, with incredible businesses, businesses that I really believe in and love. Um, Anyway, so we're going to be talking about boundaries in November, and I'd love to have you join. $197, grandfathered in at that price. Um, Yeah, I think that's it for the week. I think that's it. I absolutely love and adore you all. Thank you so much for being here and have a fantastic week.